friends. Welcome back to another episode of Your Strongest Self Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Chernock, and today I want to talk about consistency. This is a juicy topic that comes up a lot with my clients, friends, women in my community. I feel like I have this conversation a lot. So I want to bust some myths today and also give you some tips that I have found work really well for me personally and also with my clients. But before we dive into that, I want to let you know. I'm opening the doors to my Core Strong group strength training program in September. And so the program is an eight week program, it's all virtual. We do it live together, and it's really for women with back pain who want to strength train, who want to get stronger, but are worried about getting hurt or flaring up their symptoms and are really looking for specific guidance and community to support them to help them be consistent as well. So if you are interested at all, the waitlist is open now. You can go to drsamchernock.ck.page forward slash waitlist. I'll drop that in the show notes as well. You can get on the waitlist and I'll be sure to send you all the details as we get closer. I've got some special bonuses and discounts coming up. So make sure you add yourself to the waitlist. There's no obligation to join the program. It's really just to make sure that you don't miss out on any more information and details. Okay, so talking about consistency. What's funny is, as I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you, for me personally, exercise is just at this point, it's part of my life. It's something that I look forward to doing. It's something that I love. I don't ever force myself to do it. I find that I I lack motivation sometimes, but I find it's just, it's not like pulling teeth. It's just an automatic piece of my life. And exercise consistency is really kind of what my community shares with me that they struggle with. And that's what we're really going to focus on today. But what came up for me was the striking parallels for me in business. And so if you are an entrepreneur, I would love for you to even listen and hear between the lines. We're going to talk about exercise consistency, but thinking too about where in your business, especially if you're like me and in your you're in your first years of business, consistency showing up can be really challenging, whether it's on social media or building an email list. And so as I was going through some of these things and some of these tips that I want to share with you, I was like, oh, this is absolutely applicable for my fellow entrepreneurs as well. But no matter what type of consistency we're talking about, whether it's exercise or business or anything else that you want to do, I just want you to hear this one line, if you get anything from this podcast, it's this. You get to decide what consistency means to you. I think specifically with exercise or maybe anything in general, we think that consistency means every single day. It means this very consistent. (laughs) I'm going to be saying this word a lot. Maybe I can think of another word to share. But this cadence, this ongoing cadence of having to do something. And so I want to start actually by sharing three myths with you about consistency. Let's start there and then we'll dive into some of the tips. So the first one is that consistency does not mean 
working out every single day. It actually means deciding what cadence works for you and sticking with that, whether that's three times a week, two times a week, one time a week, one time a month, no matter what it is, that's still consistent, right? If you do something one time a month, that's still consistent. Consistency does not mean following a super rigid plan. You get to be flexible with your consistency and what that means and what that looks like, and you always get to change your mind. So if you start by saying, okay, I'm going to be consistent with something four times a week, and that doesn't work for you, you get to change it to three, or you get to change it to two. It doesn't have to be super rigid. Number three is consistency does not mean that you are starting over or falling behind when you skip days. Again, consistency is cadence. So I don't care if you skip two weeks or two months, you get to restart, decide what consistency you're going to do moving forward and go that, go from there. And these are really common ones that I see and hear from my clients, especially the falling behind one or the starting over when they have flare-ups or if they get into a busy season of life where they just really aren't able to fit in two or three workouts a week, they feel behind. And what I share with them is that you're not going to lose the progress that you've made, specifically when it comes to pain and flare-ups. A lot of times we think, oh my gosh, I have to start back at square one. I've been putting in all this work and making progress and now I have to start all over. And that is just not the case. You get to just deal with what's happening, whether it's a flare-up or a busy season of life, and then pick back up wherever you left off. I want to share some tips with you for consistency that I think will be beneficial in terms of just thinking about it in a slightly different way. Again, moving away from that super rigid idea that it's something you have to do every single day and hopefully give you some more ideas on how you can make, whether it's working out, showing up on social media, whatever it is, make that feel more doable for you. Because I think, too, when we're consistent with something, no matter how often we're doing it, it feels good. It feels like an accomplishment. And so I want you to feel really successful in no matter what you're doing. So my first tip to staying consistent is stop doing shit you hate. Stop doing exercise that you don't want to do just because you think you should be doing it. For example, The most common thing that comes up regarding this is running. For me personally, I like running. I don't love it. But I've heard a lot of clients when they come to me and say, I want to be able to run pain-free. And I ask them, why do you want to do that? Why do you want to run? Why is that important to you? As we start talking, it actually comes out that, They hate running. They're running because they think it's the best way to burn calories. It's going to keep them in the best shape. It's going to help them lose weight, which I totally get it. I used to run more often than I probably enjoyed for those reasons. I totally get it. Now I run 
only in the summer when it's like 72 degrees <laughs> and only when I feel like it. I stopped forcing myself to do it and now I can enjoy it when I want to. So for you, what are you doing that you hate, that you dread, that you absolutely don't want to do? Here's your permission to let it go because that is not helping you stay consistent. If you're going to dread doing something and you're just forcing yourself to get through it, that's going to be way harder to stay consistent and it should be fun. So find things that you want to do, not things that you think you should be doing. My second tip is having a clear, purposeful goal and doing workouts that are specific to that goal so you can see your progress. That is definitely going to help with the motivation and staying consistent. So, And I do recommend writing it down, keeping it where you can see it. And when I say clear and purposeful goal, I'm not just thinking, I want to run again. I want you to say, I want to be able to run a 5K by this date because what's your why? Making it purposeful is really going to help you stick with it and stay consistent. For example, I had a client the other day, a new client who she has been dealing with back pain for several years and she loves hiking and she has a baby. She wants to be able to take her baby, her toddler, in a pack up the mountain doing what she loves to do. And so for her, that's her why, spending time in the mountains in her happy place with her baby, with her partner. That is her clear, purposeful why that's going to help her stay focused. And then from there, we get to build her exercise program around that goal with that goal in mind so that every time she shows up to do her workout, she knows exactly why she's doing it. And that is definitely going to help her stay more consistent. So what I mean by that specific is, so I know for her, hiking requires a lot of balance and stability, caring weight. She's going to do a lot of carries. She's going to do a lot of strength training, a lot of lifts and back squats, right? Because preparing to hold a baby and your back, I want her doing back squats. And so really thinking about those individual specific exercises that are going to help her get there. And so when she's doing back squats, she's going to be thinking about her baby on her back and hiking up in the mountains. My third tip is adjusting your workouts based on your energy levels. There are some coaches who will tell you that you should just show up to your workout even if you don't feel like it. But honestly, I don't agree with that. In my experience, the people who don't work out, don't show up to their workouts is because they are so exhausted. They are so wiped out that they literally cannot do anything else at the end of their day other than lay on the couch and watch TV. And in my opinion, I don't think that's necessarily a lack of motivation. 
I think there's something else going on that needs to be addressed. If you're that fatigued, that exhausted, if you're lacking motivation, those are all signs to me that your nervous system is overloaded. It sounds to me like you're burned out. So forcing yourself to exercise when it's the last thing you want to do is just going to add more stress to your burned out nervous system. So I don't think that's going to be the best option for you is to force yourself to do something that you don't want to do. Is it possible that working out will actually make you feel better and more energized? Absolutely. But if it really is a a pure exhaustion thing, in my opinion, there's something else. There's another reason that we need to look at. And I think, too, when this happens is we assume that we're lazy, we're unmotivated. Why can't I just peel myself off the couch and do this? But so if that's you, I want you to know it could just be pure burnout of your nervous system. You are not lazy. You just need some more recovery. Maybe you need some different tools to help you figure out what's going to work for you. And also, if that is you, if you're like, I just cannot, at the end of the day, I don't want to do anything other than lay on the couch. Also thinking about going back to the first tip of stop doing shit you hate. What are, what type of exercises are you doing? What type of workouts are you doing? If it's things that you hate, of course, it's going to be way better option to lay on the couch and watch Selling Sunset instead of doing something that you hate. And also thinking about your energy levels. I'm not talking about just, oh, well, if you're tired after work, why can't you just get up early to work out? Because honestly, that's not very realistic for everybody and that's not going to work for everybody. So what if instead you thought of it more on a weekly basis or even more high level from a monthly basis? One thing I teach my clients is when it's appropriate for them or makes sense for them is creating their workouts and planning around their monthly menstrual cycle. So for most of us, we feel most fatigued right before our period starts or during our bleed phase. So being able to recognize that and honor that and just say, you know what, this is the week that I'm exhausted and I'm choosing rest because my body deserves it and it's going to be okay. And next week I can, I'll know I have more energy and I can pick right back up where I left off, right? That's such a different mindset shift of I'm so lazy. Why can't I get off the couch this week instead of oh, yeah, it's my bleed phase. I'm exhausted. This is normal. I'm going to focus on resting and nourishing myself and then get back to my workouts next week. That's still consistent. And this is actually something tying it back into the business parallel I mentioned as well. I'm really working on trying to master this in my business and trying to work and create a schedule for myself that is based on my energy levels. I first heard of this work from Kate Northrup. Her, she wrote the book Do Less. She also wrote Money, a Love Story. And the book Do Less, though, totally changed my perspective on work and energy output. And I'm not going to go into all the details here. I highly recommend you check it out if you haven't read it yet. But we all have these really deep messages of what productive looks like or what consistent looks like, whether it is for workouts or for work. And so 
For me, it's been really about finding my energy flows, finding a balance, finding what works for me, but most importantly, being okay with choosing rest whenever I need to. And it is not easy for me to do. I did a separate episode on on a different way to think about rest, thinking of it more as nervous system recovery as opposed to just laying on the couch. You can go back and listen to that episode if you want more on rest. But specifically, when we're talking about consistency, acknowledging that you physically cannot go hard every single day, all day, every month, every year. And so for me, I really love the idea of letting our workouts, letting our work flow and change based on how we're feeling. And I think it's such a beautiful way to to really tap into our inner self and our inner wisdom and allow that to guide us as opposed to all these external circumstances of thinking what we should be doing. Again, you should be doing a certain type of workout. You should be sitting at your desk nine to five. So remember, you get to decide what consistency means to you, what that looks like, what works best for you based on your energy levels, based on what you want to be doing, based on your goals, and then going from there and honoring when you have those different cycles as well. I hope that is helpful. I would love to hear from you and hear your thoughts. And if you are looking for a strength program and community that's going to help you be more consistent, I would love to invite you to Core Strong. Again, doors will open September 15th and you can get on the wait list by going to drsamchernock.ck.page forward slash waitlist and I will send you all the details there. As always, thank you so much for being here, sharing your time and your energy with me. I'm excited to see you on the next episode. <laughs>